Welcome to another edition of The War Room here on KOKC Radio. I'm your host, Sean Fry, and we've got the man himself, the man who owns the building, owns the studio, pays my pays my paychecks, uh, and helps the city of Parsons see better as well. We've got Dr. Wayne Gilmore in the building today. Wayne, how are we doing? I'm doing good, Sean. Thanks. Appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, let's just jump right into what is probably closest to your heart, and that is your running endeavors. Uh, you're preparing for the Boston Marathon, which we're recording this on March 20th, debuts on March 21, and April 18th is your next Boston Marathon date for the 2022 Boston Marathon. Uh, what is, uh, just tell me about what that process is like as, as we enter the home stretch. Well, um, you know, my la- my last, I ran Boston last year in 2021. It was a modified modified deal. Usually it's run on Patriots Day, which Patriots Day in Boston is the third Monday in April. And there's always a Red Sox game as well mm-hmm. in the afternoon. But uh, it coordinates. Anyway, so that's it's like a national holiday or state holiday, I guess, in mm-hmm. Boston. It's probably the biggest state holiday in Massachusetts because obviously uh, it not commemorates, but obviously the, the Boston Marathon bombing was on that day as well. So yeah. now every marathon subsequently of that is you know honoring the... Yeah, the, yeah it is. And so last year um, they had a reduced field because of... So it was even harder kind of harder to get in just because they reduced down to 20,000, but I was able to get through and, and, um, and so we ran, it's it a little different how they did the start in terms they had a rolling start. So they, they bust you. It's a, it's a point to point deal. So they bust you out to hop Hoppington, Massachusetts, which is 26 miles from Boston. So <laughs> it's an aisle, it's actually an hour bus ride. They bust you out, bus you out in school buses and, and then drop you off. And usually they, drop everybody off and you're in this area called Athletes Village, which is roughly a mile from the start and you hang out for a while and they start you in waves based on your time. Last year though, they did it. Um, they did this rolling start deal to where they bust you out and let you off. And then you, you know, they wanted you to start within 30 minutes being dropped off. I mean, you had time to use a restroom and stretch and et cetera. But so that was last year and it worked great. The only problem with that is that was a, you know, when they do it that way, it takes longer to get everybody through. So it, you know, you think about, you don't, I guess we don't think about it as runners, but the logistics of Boston is pretty amazing because it runs through so many communities. Mm-hmm. All these communities are, you know, little suburbs and, and they shut, have to shut traffic down, you know, and it's a yeah. Monday and they have to do it on a holiday that school's out. Number one, to use the school buses. So last mm-hmm. year was on Columbus day. Okay. But, um, but yeah, so, so we'll, you know, I think my, I think, I think, I'm in wave two, so wave one I think starts at ten, and I think I'm at ten twenty-five or something. I mean, wave one is the people who are going to win it, right? Well, I mean, no, no, the elites will actually start, I think, actually at ten, and then wave one is people like Scotty Cheon from Pittsburgh. He's a good buddy of mine. He he runs like a two thirty-seven, so mm-hmm. he he's in wave one. I'm my qualifying time is three twelve, and so I'm I'm in wave two. I'm I'm close to wave one actually, but I'm I'm wave two. Uh, what is your personal best in any marathon you've ever done? Three twelve twelve, and okay. that was California International Marathon in December of nineteen. And just the way everything fell, that December nineteen marathon qualified me for. I'd already qualified for the twenty twenty, but qualified me for twenty one and twenty two. Okay, and uh, so that's and COVID helped with that too. And then so in twenty, I ran the virtual here in Parsons, which you know you documented. We talked about, and then last year 
And I didn't run. I, I've been hurt. I all last summer I had a stress for nine weeks. I got a stress fracture on May twenty weeks. So last year I take it in and I ran a three forty. Enjoying to take it in, but yeah, for and that was it was eight twenty three or whatever. And I hadn't done a I hadn't done a run at eight twenty all summer. So summer, but we had I did take it all in. I enjoyed it. I high fived every high five. Um, I thanked every police officer I ran by. It's just a it's just hard. And so you think about oh it's Boston and big city, but you're not you're out in you're out in the I mean rural area so you're running through it's like i tell people it's like run down 32nd street mm-hmm. it really is and then a little bit of run down 32nd street and then you got several downtown parsons as you're running through a little yeah. wider but so there's for a lot of the race you know it's 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 a holiday so schools are out people are off work and they're having tailgates in their front yards it's i i swear That's there's pretty cool i mean you could probably not early but maybe after the first eight miles if you wanted to, you could drink a beer every month. I mean, people are handing you stuff. I mean, I, you know, you could do, you know, they had their drink. I mean, it's just a big tailgate party, you know? And so, and they're yelling and screaming and, and there's just, it, there's several books that documented it. You know, it's the oldest marathon, continuous marathon in, in the world. It's the first mm-hmm. U.S. marathon. And it's just, uh, you know, it's the only one that you, I mean, that you truly have to qualify for. There's 80% of the people that are admitted or quali- qualifiers. But there are 20% that are there for the fundraising. So Boston Marathon mm-hmm. raises millions of dollars every year to give to charity. Okay. And so 20% of the people that compete in that are, are, um, are they didn't necessarily qualify, but they're charity. They earn their spot through fundraising. Act, uh, yes. And a lot of marathons have done that. I mean, the very, very first marathon I ran in 2005 was the Rock and Roll Marathon in San Diego. And it was really cool, by the way. At the time, you ended you ended on the, uh, on the base there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you ran through the gates of the my wife and i both ran you ran through the gates and your armed guards you know you couldn't get on with so that was really cool but anyway um that was the first when i realized man they talked about all the, the money the different charities that were running and raised and it's eye-opening you know and people you know run, a lot of people running for cancer survivors or you know different things and you know you see all kinds of shirts and it's just mm-hmm. all shapes and sizes of people too the, uh, so my uh, when I was living in uh, the Washington D.C. area, my uh, my mom and my uh, stepdad and my uh, uncle have all ran the Marine Corps Marathon in Washington D.C. And so I've gotten to watch. I would go to watch them, you know, every yeah. year compete. Yeah. And obviously, you know, obviously as a kid, I wasn't running the marathon, but uh, you know, just being a spectator and getting to kind of walk around D.C. and taking all the sights and yep. be part of that marathon is great can't imagine doing it as a runner I, I still maintain that might be the physical peak my mother ever got to was yeah. you know running a marathon i know that was extremely valuable for her i believe she ran in the deep fours for her time That's pretty good yeah. but um uh have you ever ran marine corps i have not it's on my list i would like mm-hmm. to it was canceled this year but um i will probably run that this was year. it still canceled for covid this year i think so yeah okay yeah and there's been so most marathons are happening i mean it's been pretty I'm not surprised that, Marine Corps would be the last yeah. one to come back because yeah. it's in D.C. Well, and the military stuff and all you yeah. know tied to it. So the the regulations they had, and so it'll it'll be back next year, I'm sure. But I, I would like to. I mean, I have several I'd like to run, but I'm kind of in this, you know. And if I don't qualify this year, maybe that'll change. I know I'm going to run California International. I just love that race, and I'm going to run that in December for sure. But where is that in California? It's in Sacramento. Okay, I was and, born semi near Sacramento in a town called Merced. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a Point to point marathon too. You, uh, it starts in Folsom. If you think of the mm-hmm. Johnny Cash, and Johnny Cash made Folsom famous. You know, there's a big prison there, and he talked about it in the song. But uh, it's a it's a really neat race. Um, it's it's in December. 
you know, for me, 40 degrees is the ideal temperature. Um, and that's usually between 40, 45 degrees. And so it's, in it's a, it's a fast marathon, if you will. So I'm going to, I actually signed up for that and I was signed up for it whenever COVID hit. So I have a credit, I got to run it and I have two more years to run it this year, or next year, cause I got a, a credit. So I yeah. got to use that up. Uh, I know we've talked about this before, but it's been two years since you ran what, what was your virtual marathon yeah. here in Parsons. Now that you're two years removed from it and you've run the actual marathon in Boston, not necessarily how did the two compare, but two years of reflecting on what that day was like, yeah. how does it sit with you now? You know, I think about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, when we were in Boston this last year, we get, I get little, every marathon I do, I get these little frame things that you, you pay money. They put a picture, put a medal on there and they, you know, you put a picture in there. So anyway, I, I actually, they had a special, if you get one for 2020, it was like 50% off. So I got mm-hmm. both and I had to go looking for pictures and I reached out to you so I could look through and get a picture <laughs> and had to got to reflect on that. And, and but I still think about it all the time. It was the cool coolest deal, dang thing that, you know, running that I could ever, I mean, everything's unique, but that was just cool. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, actually last weekend, I was supposed to run down to Oki to Muskogee, Oklahoma to do the Oki half marathon. And, um, it got snowed out. So, so we ran it, we ran it, um, I ran it here and, and my father-in-law, you know, kind of paced me on the bike, kind of like we did for that marathon. And my wife had the, you know, had the water for me just so I wouldn't have to carry. And I was kind of doing a, you know, kind of a time trial, kind of like a race. And, um, we talked about that race, my father and I a lot. I mean, that was cool. That was, that was an experience I'll never forget. Yeah. I appreciate what you did to help with that. It's a whole time. It was just a, every, anybody who knew you, I mean, just that, that finish to the race and everything like that. I wonder how much Boston Marathon organizers thought about it. I'm sure at a they certain did. point they were like, okay, that this is the type of stuff yep. that's going to happen. But I'm sure to a degree they were just thinking, how do we have a virtual marathon so we can at least get people to say they did it? Yeah, and if you you listen, yeah, Dave McGillivray is the, the race director. And you had to read about the guy. He's he's amazing in a lot of regards. But he's talked about, he's done some interviews. And, and they didn't know what to expect. But they, you know, they the social media piece. So they had people hashtag and, and tag things. And everybody had their own little flavor you know, living in a small town, I think we got a pretty unique way we did it. And, and um, you know, it was it was something I'll never forget. Yeah. It was really, really cool. Patients still talk about it. I mean, I oh, still yeah. have patients talk about it. When's your next marathon? You know, and <laughs> I remember that. And so anyway, cool deal. Good. Yep. Uh, so you're going to so you got you go to Boston here in less than a month. Uh, and, and from what you've kind of told me, obviously the virtual marathon was its own deal. It's not the actual course. Uh, last year you were coming off a stretch factor and you really wanted to take in the environment. I imagine you're trying to post what essentially, I imagine you're trying to beat that three twelve time as you well, go the Well, I, w- I was, but I've been hurt this, <laughs> I've been hurt this year too. So I'm, I'm, I, I don't know that I'll run a three twelve. I, I think about Boston. That's, you know, you just don't know, is it going to be 32 or 72? Mm-hmm. So there's variables with the weather that, that can mess with you, even if you're in great shape. Um, my goal is to qualify my fine times 325. I'm going to run a pace. I'm training to run a, a 7:30 okay. pace, which is a I think if I'm I think it's a little under 3:20. So I'm hoping I can if I can run a 3:20, then I'll be cool. I want to you know Dr. Barry Heverin is a, a local dentist. Um, he's in his 60s, qualified for Boston a few months ago, and and um, I'm hoping I'm going to do everything I can to run it so we can both be there. Awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, Wayne, let's go to a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about 
uh, some local athletics, kind of how everything ended up in the winter and what spring holds for us. You want to stick around? Yep. Awesome. We'll be right back here on The War Room with Dr. Wayne Gilmore here on KOKC Radio. Don't go anywhere. And we're back here on The War Room here on KOKC Radio. I'm your host, Sean Fry. Dr. Wayne Gilmore in studio today. Uh, he's my guest. This is, I think, your third time on? I think Wayne? it is my third. I think I'm not, third. I'm no, I'm no, You're no Rob Barkas. I'm, I'm no Rob Barkas territory, <laughs> my neighbor, but I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, what was, I, I'm curious. All obviously, you uh, you run um, you know radio streams for Parsons and Labette County basketball. You see some of the other area schools. Uh, what team or teams stood out to you the most, just off the top of your head, this past winter on, on the basketball floor? Um, on the boys' side, I I, I I was really impressed with what Brad did down in Altamont. I right. thought, yeah, I thought Brad. I've known Brad since I've known Brad since he was middle schooler, a little younger, and um, uh, he was an Opie, right? He was he was Opie, but his his dad and Coach Tim Beck at Pitt State are best friends, and so he he hung around Pitt State football quite a bit. He went to the '04 championship, rode in the team flight with us, and then '11, and so I've known Brad for a, a long time, and I. I think he did a really good job with that team. Okay. I, I think so. That's one, two. I mean, I a think. winning record with a top yep. with a top eight with a top half seed where you host a playoff well, game that was a mile a, ahead of where they were last year. A winning record when they beat Parsons, they were they had no wins either. Yes, right. They were zero and six or zero and seven. That was an zero and eight combined game right yeah. before winning break. Yeah. So, um, so I think Brad did a fantastic job with his, and he had he did have some. He brought brought that team along um, on the boys' side. I thought. You know, and on the opposite deal, you know, Parsons was just my dad would use the word snake bit. I mean, they were, you know, just so many close things could happen mm-hmm. and didn't. Um, they were competitive in virtually every game. They were, you know, we got to get out of that website deal, and we are, so that's good. <laughs> but I mean, but they they so they just had some bad misfortune and just you know didn't have a, didn't have a good year, you know. But golly, they were a good team that didn't have a good year you know and, you know i sat you know if i were to criticize coach how anthony Howard for one thing regarding the approach of the parsons boys and I, you wonder how much of it was in his control is that early brutal schedule yeah, and you don't count labette county and pittsburgh because that's league well, you got to play your league schools but you talk about the trip to web city a road game at gerard and then the circle tournament which isn't easy either it, it, you knew you were going to be a young team this year that was going to look a lot different I'm not saying he should have filled the schedule up with cupcakes, but they they didn't catch their breath until they came back from winter break. Well, and part of that is just the post Derek and Daquan deal. You know, you know, Rob makes that schedule. That schedule's done in cycles. Yeah, and you have two year contracts you sign and and all that stuff. So So, you know, and and Rob, I'm sure he. I know he reached. You know, they talk and they say, "Oh yeah, we can go." And because it's good competition, it's just a matter of. You know, you don't want to be the you know the Bill Snyder schedule, but you, you, <laughs> you still you know I. But you also hate playing the same dang teams all the time. Um, as far as, but I think they're changing up a little bit next year. As far as I think they're going to do one of those games here. Yeah. Um, you know, so that'll help a little that was, bit. They did that for COVID two years ago. Yeah, and it was. Great. I thought it was cool that you know I did what too. Was, who came down to Parsons. Uh, wasn't it a circle? Wasn't it? It was circle that came down the Parsons. Yeah, yeah I think it which, was. I mean, like I said, you know, if Anthony Houck's listening to this or any of the coaching staff, I, I agree with having a hard schedule early on. I, I totally agree with that. Ryan Phillips at Wiffle Bet Softball does the exact same thing. His non-conference schedule is brutal. But I would beg them, 
put one game on there where you know to a to a fairly degree of certainty that you're going to feel good about but yourself. I, I would argue now, though, with the the way the seating's done, you got to kind of think the other way. I mean, with the I love the one through sixteen seating. I love the way that works. You're I just, not wrong. Uh, I I I, I th- you got to play to that, and so um, your your league's tough enough. I, you know, and he's tried. I think we're scheduled, we're playing front neck next year. Front neck's gonna be down a little bit, um, but that's not a bad team. No. Like I like a front neck. No, no, no. There. Front yeah. neck or Gerard's good. I mean, having mm-hmm. those, but you you know, you just staying away from Web City and Circle and freaking Wichita Collegiate. I mean, some yeah. of those are things. Might as well get hated on there at that point. No kidding. Yeah. So, but no, I I think you know. But as far as teams that you know, I think you know Pittsburgh for around here. You know that that, that kid's fun to watch. Oh, an English yeah. kid. I mean, they're good. And Independence. I thought, that Easton Ewing kid's going to be a problem. He's legit. Yeah. So I, you know, I. And that's more than you know. Erie had a tough go. My cousins play up there, and you know they they looked good at times and had a rough time. But on the girls' mm-hmm. side, um, golly, Parsons girls. I mean, they what an improvement. Really, a really improvement. I I think that um, you know those girls. You know, but I always I use this. I told my girls a lot of times peak as sophomores so you just don't know what you're going to get you know as life changes and stuff but hopefully they can keep rolling yeah and um i think ellie valentine florence she i I think she might be she might go down she has the capability to go down as one of the best players to roll through that program yeah and that is no offense to anybody else that plays her i think anaya hinman has that same capability sydney shyby already already has her name on record boards Ellie Valentine at point guard is a problem. I was talking to talking to Sydney the other day. Her, her and her mom were in, and and I, I asked her. I said, "So when you were in that game, because I was on the radio listening to part of it as I was going home, and I went home and turned it on and watched it. I said, were you did you, what you, game? The the one where she had eleven threes. Okay. And I said, were you feeling it? And did you? And she hadn't obviously she had no clue. She was, you know, she didn't say she was unconscious, but she was mm-hmm. unconscious. Yes, that was so cool to watch. And then, you know, we, what did we make, 18 threes in that game? 15 or in that 15, game. And then Uniontown beat the record. Like, they told me Uniontown beat it, like, a couple days later. Yeah. That record had stood for since 2014, and then it got beat a week later yeah. <laughs> after Parsons had it. Yeah, I mean, the, having Valentine Florence, I mean, she she dribbles like a guy. I mean, she she's good. I mean, when she... She can dr- her vision her back. is great as well. She, vision's great. She crosses over. She, I mean, she likes to play fast. Mm-hmm. Um it gets the ball out of Sydney's hands and lets her set up and shoot. Absolutely. And so, and Sydney, I mean, she's not a point guard. She's a shooting guard. You know, she's a or two. She, she's a she's true a, two or three. Two or three. And then, um, they and they just it's good. They're in a good place. Yeah. Something Pat can build on. They got some girls coming younger. Um, so that's Louisa Hansman. I think did a lot for them in the one year ab- she was going to give Parsons. Absolutely. And I, a lot of people need to recognize what her contributions to that program were because yep. as 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 supremely talented as Ellie has the capability to be, Louise's IQ was off the charts. Yeah. And she understood how to how to run offense. In fact, she was truly the point guard. I mean, if both Ellie yeah. and Louise were on the floor, it was Louisa bringing the ball up sure. and initiating the offense. Yeah. And and you know, Ashka had a Ashka shot the three. I mean she can she can get hot. Mm-hmm. And then uh you know I wish I wish Jaden Heck would have played this year. I mean that would have She's mm-hmm. a big girl. That would she would help. I think them. Riley Dunley should see more time too. Riley I mean, Dunley, that is an, she's she's, her, a, hey, she's, she's a, an unconscious game. That was I huge. mean, she was the MVP in that overtime win against. Yeah, she against was absolutely Independence. I think she and she's a physical person who obviously is going to be able to you know she, create some rebounding opportunities and area where Parsons struggles. But there's, there's a couple of times I saw her get on the floor where 
she sees the next pass as the ball so, is coming to her. She so sees the floor well. She's she's a role player, but le- remember when Patch Lodeholt, remember when he played with that group, those guys, he he, he came oh, in yeah. and he she's kind of that person. I think she's kind of has that role. She's she's gonna give you two or three minutes and she's gonna make some shots, but she's gonna pass the ball and and yeah. anyway, I hope she keeps playing because she does she's have a, a role. She's a glue girl, is exactly. a good way for exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, what is your take on on the Lebec County girls? Obviously, they uh, this was Christy Snyder's last year. Uh, Christy Snyder is going to go down with over 450 career wins. I believe they got. I believe their highest finish at state was third, maybe no second. I think they played for a state title at one they point. Did. They did. Um, you know, they they made countless state tournaments. They they have won the eight years I've been here. They've won the league seven times. Uh, they've won it four years in a row. That that senior class knows nothing but winning a league title. They got to thank Parsons big time for that league title because the Parsons girls upset Fort Scott on the last day of the regular season. Yep. But, uh, I mean, Christy Snyder, to me, leaves behind a legacy better, greater than anybody, any coach ever has in the SEK league. You know, I'm, I'm, I'll be 51 in May, and, you know, when I was, you know, I was, I was a Colgan kid, so I didn't know – but she's, you know, she started. She was there then. I think that was her first or second year, my senior year. Um, so, but my point is the, the 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 girls that came back for that last home game, you know, Gene Albertini, Cami Rash, and those girls that are mm-hmm. graduated by, way back, you know, eighty nine, ninety, all the way up till now. Gag was Tristan Gag was there. Yeah, Tristan was there. All the all the thousand point scores I think were there. That uh, there was the, one missing. Okay. Yeah. And and seeing seeing all those seeing all those there, but it just shows you. I played for a guy that's been there thirty some years and six hundred fifty wins, and and uh, and and uh, and he's one of the people that I wouldn't be here for today if it wasn't for. But there's a lot of girls that say the same thing about Christy, and Christy's a good friend. I she already I know she already has one job offer for next year, um, coaching my daughter's third year third third and fourth grade basketball team. <laughs> we should have some breaking news this summer on that. I'll keep you in the keep you in the loop. But uh Christy is awesome. Uh her husband, not many people know Randy, but he's in the shadows and he's he's unbelievable. And their family just, you know, she is Christy Snyder is you know, they should build a statue of her in front of LCHS. I, I, I said it I said it out loud to everybody that would hear me a couple days ago. That court should be named after her. There's not an argument against it, in my opinion. I totally understand their their the reasoning why they you know they want to coach in the building. I totally get that. You know that's that's something that they can work out. But um, she her legacy is secure. Yep. Um, she's she makes a difference in kids' lives. That's more than basketball, and that's which and longevity. Oh, yeah. And she and how about this too? She was a good basketball coach. Yeah, like she evolved in the eight years I got to her last eight years I got to cover her. Her her schemes adjusted when I got here. She had two premier guards and Erica Gartner and Tristan Gegg. Well, her last four years, her two best players have been Biggs and Anna Dean and Madison Brandon, and her schemes have evolved around that. I don't know many. How many coaches do you know that routinely year after year goes deep into the bench as she does? Yeah, and. You know, I had a conversation with Bradley Argabright about that. I was like, man, there's just so few. There's, I mean, it's one in 30 coaches that have that much trust to go deep into the bench. And do they lose maybe one game a year that they shouldn't because they're going so deep into their bench that if they left some starters in longer, they might win it? Maybe. But I bet you there's five or six games they win a year that they wouldn't win yeah. because so, they're because they just, 
it's the fourth quarter in a close game and outcome four subs to keep pressing you. My coach does that now. He didn't when I played, but he plays 10, plays intense, presses a lot. But it's funny, Christy and I were talking about Brad the other day. We talk occasionally and talking about Brad and, and uh, talking about how I know him since she goes, I've known him his whole life. You know, her dad hired Brad's dad at Olpe. Or really? at Eureka, Eureka, Eureka. Because they used to be at Eureka. Her dad was yeah. superintendent. So, mm-hmm. anyway. And tying Eureka into the bow on all of this, Eureka's coach now, Shelly Hoyt, one of the another legendary coach in the state. Honestly, for being objective, I, I mean, I know she has more wins than Christy Snyder. She won over a hundred games in a row at Hoxie. Her daughter, J.C. Hoyt, just got hired at Oklahoma State. Today. I saw that. That's that's outstanding. J.C. was a GA at Kansas State when I was there as a manager. Okay, I and saw so, you were friends there on Facebook because I kind of looked up who she was. I was going to text Lane Lord about her, my buddy. Yeah, coach, but uh, I did not. I got busy. But uh, yeah, that's cool. That's a really cool hire. Mm-hmm. She and that so just a an, another proud Kansan doing good things. Absolutely, a, a Kansan native out of Hoxie, going a head coach in the Big Twelve. That cool. is something it's, special. It's pretty cool. Uh, we got about a minute left, uh, so just real quick, we'll, we'll, let's spin back to this Boston Marathon. We talked about the time you're going for. What is the outside of Boston? What's the future of your running look like? So, <laughs> how long do you keep running marathons? I'm, you know, I, I'm as long as I can. It's it really. I mean. Unfortunately, my, my wife and my family plan a lot of our stuff based on my training, which is probably, but it just takes a lot of time. I mean, I get up at 4.30 every day, so I try not to take away from the family time, but on the weekends and stuff. And um, But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going as long as she, she'll let me and um, trying to outrun my genetics uh, <laughs> the best I can. But um, I'm going to run Boston, and that goes well. I plan on running California, and then I'll just see how it goes. I'm just going to keep keep going and um you know, just got to, you know, try to stay healthy and keep, you know, I got to want to coach my little girl and get her um, up and going in sports if she wants to, but unless I can get Christy to coach basketball, that's, that's, <laughs> that's I'm going to keep on that. Hey, God bless you. Hey, good luck in Boston. That'll Appreciate do it, it in the war for the war room. Wayne, thank you for coming on. Everybody stay safe and God bless.